0: Follow us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen.
2: Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Well, the headlines say that 27 states have cut taxes this year hoping to gain favor with voters of ahead of november's elections but the big question for me beyond the headlines is are state lawmakers making a big mistake are they trading a short-term political win for a long-term economic recovery let's begin think you know the news of the day think again Catherine Rample's is an opinion columnist at The Washington Post. She's also an economic and political commentator for CNN, a special correspondent for the PBS NewsHour. And she joins us on the line now. And uh, Catherine, as we look at many of these states cutting taxes, uh, is it that they're being a little short sighted in maybe just hoping voters feel a little better come November? Uh, and will that actually impact the long term economic recovery we actually need?
3: I understand the near-term political calculus here, right? I mean, who doesn't want lower taxes? Who doesn't want a check being sent to them, particularly when they're facing higher costs of living everywhere from the gas station to the grocery store and restaurants and everything else? Duh. Of course, people want tax cuts or tax rebates. However, there are a few reasons to be skeptical about the (laughs) wisdom of this Um, One of which is that if the goal is to deal with inflation, and inflation right now seems primarily driven by the fact that uh, demand is really strong, uh, consumers have a lot of money to spend and are eager to spend it, but suppliers can't keep up, giving consumers even more money to spend could, at least on the margin, make inflation a little bit worse. Uh, It wouldn't be such a big problem if it's like one state in isolation. But the problem is that most states right now um, are basically sending out tax cuts or tax rebates of some kind um, to their population, which means that that's probably going to boost demand even more. So that's kind of issue number one. Issue number two is exactly what you hinted at, which is, well, maybe if they do have a surplus, which is how they're able to fund these tax cuts most of these states, Maybe they should be saving that for a rainy day, right? If, if the real worry right now is that we could be on the verge of a recession and we might be, we don't know, um, then perhaps it would be helpful for states to have a little bit of cushion there, um, especially if their own costs are rising because of inflation and recessions usually come with a, with a big decline in tax revenues. Um, so, you know, there is a a long-term, um, uh benefit that they're giving up which is you know some some fiscal security if things go south um that they're giving up basically i think uh for this near term um political consideration of let's do something ahead of november to uh to make voters <laughs> like us more uh
2: that that is uh Precision analysis right there, folks, and uh, a bonus point for uh, the Duff actor play. (laughs) Everybody does love their tax cut, and uh, it may not be the best thing uh, for you or for the economy in your state uh, as you move along. One of the things I wanted to drill down uh, into just a, a little bit more was a lot of this money? You, you you talk about what the the states have, and and if there is a recession, uh, having a little bit of that rainy day fund is important. There's also this challenge that so much of this money is just one time money, and it yeah. tends to spread states out a little thin, and it ends up biting them a little later on.
3: Yeah. So these are basically one time surpluses that states are experiencing right now, and most states are are kind of flush with cash for a few different reasons. One is that um, the feds gave them a lot of money last year, right? As part of the American rescue plan. So, so that helped. But the other is that their own tax revenues um, have been up and their own tax revenues have been up because the economy has been strong because consumers are spending um, and also kind of indirectly also because of federal policy. So um, in addition to the money that was sent out to States directly, uh, you know, there were the stimulus checks, there was the unemployment insurance expansion. There were a bunch of other measures that helped sustain spending um, for consumers um, and which in turn boosted sales tax revenues and and, and things like that. So these are kind of like temporary factors, not all of them, but in many cases, these are temporary factors. Um, And states are saying, well, even though this is temporary, uh, maybe we should act as if <laughs> this is a, an enduring new state of the world, and we should assume that we're always going to be flush with cash. I mean, to be fair, most of the states, I believe, are doing one-time – well, I don't know actually what the breakdown is, but a lot of the states are doing one-time tax cuts or one-time gas, ho- gas tax holidays, things like that. Some of them are making more permanent changes, which seems uh, even more short-sighted. Yeah. If you're, like, using a one-time surplus um, – and counting it in perpetuity to fund a, a permanent cut to, to tax rates, that, that seems very short-sighted.
2: Yeah, it seems like we, we love to do that. We get our paycheck with that one-time bonus, uh, and then we project out that we can't afford that new big-screen TV because, you know, this is going to go on forever. Uh, but it never seems to be going on forever. Uh, I also wanted to ask you, Catherine, uh, about the fact that many of these states are really trying to jam through these tax cuts very quickly. Uh, and we always know that the policy that is quickly through, usually has a lot of problems, loopholes, and uh, short-sightedness to it. Uh, are, are there any things that you're seeing or watching in particular uh, that gives you pause in terms of how some of these things are moving through the states?
3: Um, well, there are a lot of states that are scrambling to cut taxes in the next few months, and um, you know, they're referring to them as inflation relief checks or the like, which, as I said, you know, sort of has it backwards. If you think inflation is being caused by consumers having too much cash relative to how much there is to buy, giving them more cash, uh, probably not so helpful. It doesn't end well, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it, on the margin, it's it's not going to be helpful. Yeah. Um, you know, and I I think it is unfortunate that a lot of these Actions seem linked to the timing of the midterms um, or at least the November, you know, the, the, the forthcoming elections, again, probably will help the incumbents because these kinds of measures are popular. But maybe states should wait and pause and see what happens to their tax revenues in the several quarters or year ahead before they make some of these longer term decisions about how to structure their budgets because, um, you know, we've had a a weird and wacky couple of years the last (laughs) two years for lots of different reasons. Um, And it's produced some strange idiosyncratic effects on lots of things, including budgets. And it might be helpful for policymakers to slow down and say, hmm, maybe we should see if this thing is sustainable. Maybe we should wait and see if uh, we can expect that sales tax revenues are going to continue at the pace that they've been going yeah. the last couple of years. Maybe when the economy normalizes, assuming it, it does normalize at some point, um, and we're on that path, I think, um, then you might see totally different behaviors in how people choose to spend money or if they spend money or whether you know whether there's as much demand for housing and, and all of the other things that are linked to how states fund the services that they provide so um you know i think governments are usually accused of being too slow (laughs) (laughs) on a lot of different measures but i I do worry that they're being a little bit hasty in making these long-term decisions about how they fund themselves um based on a couple of years of of weird idiosyncratic trends
2: yeah Fantastic insight, as always, Catherine Rampell, opinion columnist, The Washington Post. She's also an economic and political commentator for CNN, special correspondent for the PBS NewsHour and a contributor to Marketplace. Uh, Catherine, always appreciate your perspective. Great insight. Restraint always works. Thanks for joining us today.
3: Thank you. Uh,
2: Again, so many important things uh, there from Catherine uh, in terms of don't just rush and don't just think as a citizen that just because you hear the word tax cut, that that's going to be a good thing for the long haul. Uh, sometimes we, we give away way too much for way too little with very short-sighted approach to leadership. We got to do better. Again, with Boyd Matheson on KSL Radio.
1: I'm Dave Colley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985,